everyone, this is an episode that will might trigger you in a way, or you might think, oh, this is not for me. I'm going to turn it off. Welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow. This is a moving river podcast hosted by multifaceted entrepreneur and transformational coach Bia Marie Annie. In this podcast, we want to help you discover the concept of flow and show you ways to get into flow and how you can keep your life flowing. Hello, 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 and welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow, the podcast that delves into the depth of human potential and the transformative power of flow. My name is Bea Marie Anin, and I'm your guide on this transformative journey. And today I have a very, very special guest with me, and we're going to dive into the topic of intuition and how your surroundings mirror what's inside your head, basically, and what's going on with you. My guest is Carolyn Creel, the creator of the Clear Method, the clairvoyant, clearer, and spiritual declutterer. She is a successful single mom, the co-founder of a multi-million pound contract cleaning company, and she is the author of the forthcoming book, The Clear Method, Declutter Your Life with Carolyn Creel. Carolyn is a down-to-earth, practical Yorkshire woman who loves to help people declutter, clean, and clear their lives, whether it's a physical space or a relationship that isn't working. So welcome, Carolyn. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited because when I read all of this about you, I thought, what is the clear method? What is that? I want that. So please <laughs> tell our listeners what the clear method is. The clear method is a way to clear your energy, uh, so to clear your, to put it, uh, we all have intuition in the way that we live our lives. Um, I am in our lives. We're born with it. What happens is we get blocked so when we're young, we do things from um, gut instinct and things like that. And as we often know, that children see spirit or they're aware of things that are around. Uh, but we, as, as we grow up and we step into life as a normal life and the restrictions with that school work, that kind of environment, what you should and shouldn't do, we get blocks. We get um physical, emotional blocks, emotional blocks from being hurt by relationships and um, grief and all sorts of things, just life, energetic blocks. Um, we tend to, we're a sponge for everything that's going on. So we, it's absorbed by, we absorb it within our nervous system. Um, and then the um, we become blocked, we can't make decisions, we don't know what we're doing, people get depressed, upset. And um, I realised as a media, as a psychic medium that people, I have a real thing that we all have the ability to um, connect to spirit, to connect to our higher selves, uh, but we don't think we can because we're blocked. So I, um, because I worked in cleaning for many years, um, I realised that what happens is when we clean 
when we used to clean a space, um, office we work in commercial, uh, we would, once we'd gone in and tidied it up, cleared it out, and it, everything felt better. Every, you know, people will come in the next day and go, oh my word, this looks amazing. And the difference is that it's clear. So that got me thinking about, okay, so if you're clearing your physical spaces, so um, what I tend to do is I ask people what, if, if, if they're, um, People come for a reading with me and I just and they're there. I can't make a decision. I don't know. And they're all up in the head and everything else. I always ask them what their um, physical space is like at home. What you know, what's in your bedroom yeah. and an awful as an awful as a, as a starter. And it, there's an awful lot of people. Oh, my God, there's just stuff everywhere. Um, when I work with people, what I do is say, go and clear a space, go and clear it and then get back on, come back, and then I can make decisions. I can, you know, things are easier. So I have this thing where clear your your individual spaces, your physical spaces, and then you can work on your energetic and everything else that goes with it. Uh, The clear method itself is um, broken down into C for clearing, L for letting go, E for energizing, A for taking action and R, which is the final one, which is receiving, which is the the sticker. That's the one where everybody goes, oh, yes, I can receive. We're very difficult at it. But if you've gone through the whole of the method, it actually is, it's easier. We're all a work in progress when it comes to receiving because we think that we, you know, we think we receive and then you look and somebody says, Oh, you look really nice. And you go, uh, that's a nice dress. Yes, I've had it years. It's really old. And I, it, you know, it doesn't look, I, it's not what I wanted. Or, you know, we are, we are, instead of saying, thank you, that's not, you know, and just receiving it and accepting it. So we tend to block. So the clear method is to remove the blocks. That's beautiful. And I love that you pointed out the receiving part because I think this is truly the hardest thing, especially for us women, like also yeah. men. But yeah. like when you say a compliment, you know, we always do what you said, you know, we, we yeah. dismiss it kind of, or we do, oh, thank you. Yes, you too. Yes. Yeah. Instead of we just don't... wholeheartedly taking it in. Yeah. Yes. Um, we are very good at... Um, putting ourselves down and just blocking things off and um, not not celebrating who we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that is the, on the very basic basis of receiving a compliment, if it starts that. Because I, I, I used to be the same. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yours is too. Um, but actually now it's like, oh, thank you. And it, even just those, instead of a thank you, but... Because it used to be, thank you, but yeah, yeah, it's not, you know, you would then bring yourself down a little bit. But, and the more you do it, the better we get at it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, something is really, really funny because we are so programmed to this kind of behavior when somebody, like I just experienced that last week, um, people gave me compliments and I just said, thank you. And I looked yeah. at them, you know, and I really received it, but I could yeah. see the confusion in the people's faces because I wouldn't, you know, 
give them a compliment back or say something yeah. back. You know, they were like, like really irritated. Yes, exactly. But if I say something to somebody, um, if I say, oh, that dress is lovely. Oh, you look really nice. Your hair's nice. I don't expect them to say, yes, so is yours. I just, uh, I'm not, tell I'm not giving to receive. Yeah. Um, receive without feeling like you have to give again is uh, is actually um it can be life-changing in in a, a small it can be the first step to actually receiving everything that you want in your life absolutely of yes yeah. and thank you for pointing that out as well yeah because when yeah. we give unconditionally, we make room. We make so much room because we're we're leaving the judgment. We're leaving the negative self-talk. We're leaving yeah. all of that behind and, yeah, making space. We're clearing out space so yeah. things can come to us. Yes, yes, we absolutely are. Um, and the thing for me with the clear method, or actually the way I kind of live my life, I do forget none of us are... You know, we're not perfect and I have to go, oh, um, I it's a meditation thing for me. I start by meditating for five five minutes a day and just sitting, centering, grounding and getting out of your head. And actually, because my thing is um, your soul is your intuition is the voice of your soul and your brain is your ego, which tries to protect you. So actually get out of your head and into your soul and your soul knows the answers. Yes. And we're also so conditioned to just quiet yeah. that voice. Yes. And not trust it anymore. Yeah. Well, that to me is the voice you can trust. Uh, because, you know, how many times do we have that gut instinct and our heads will talk us out of it? Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, I'm going to even just... I'm not going, I'm, you know, the the way you drive home or something like that. Um, oh, I'm, something tells you not to go that way. And you, if you listen to your gut, um, your uh, your intuition, you don't. But if you if you ignore it and use your brain, you can be sat, I don't know, for 10 minutes in traffic or an hour or you can make yourself late or something may happen. And it's listening to that quiet voice for me that actually... It steers you in the right direction. Um, when it when I ask myself a question, because that's a big thing, we don't ask ourselves. We tend to ask externally. My thing is the answers are all inside us. Um, once you do, once you clear on a regular basis, then you can you can trust yourself. We don't trust ourselves. We will go to an external person when actually nobody knows um, yourself like yourself. Yeah. So it, it's listening. It's listening to yourself and not always going external. But And that stays you right. My thing always is first thought, best thought. Because what happens is you ask yourself a question or somebody asks you a question and you answer it like that. And you get a lift in your stomach. Mm -hmm. Whereas by the time it's got to your brain, your brain's talking you out of it. Because it's <laughs> like, no, 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 that's not how it's supposed to be. You don't. Uh, so I try and live my life from my intuition and my gut instinct. And that is the most beautiful way to live your life. Because our brain only knows what already happened. Yes. Our brain can only make decisions from the past. 
Correct. So the brain does not take into account our vision or what we want or who we are in the process of becoming. And so the brain always looks at, okay, this has not worked in the past, so we're not going to do that. Yeah, but we're actually, you know, further ahead in our journey and we're more capable of doing this. So this is actually possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. It takes away the fear. If you can trust yourself um, and trust your intuition and your gut feel, um, life is very is so much easier. It shuts out the noise. And I, I, the big thing for me is asking yourself. It's um, because I'm a medium and I connect with spirit as well. Um, I've always had that thing of, you know, people go, how do you know that? And just ask. Yeah, we don't ask. It's the biggest thing where you go, ask your question. Um, yeah. Oh, because if you met somebody in the street, you would ask them their name, wouldn't you? You know, if, you, if, if you're having a conversation with somebody, you would ask their name, uh, where they came from or whatever. It is. But we ask and we have the thing where we don't ask ourselves because we don't trust. Yeah. And we also lose that curiosity. Yes. You know, kids, like my kids are two and seven. And... Mm -hmm. The why, 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 why? It's like everywhere, all the time. You know, I thought when when the when my older one had overcome the why stage, that <laughs> you know we we would morph into something else. No, yeah. the why stage is coming back now, and the little one is starting as well. So <laughs> I'm like explaining and and sometimes I'm just I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. just don't know. No, but that's it. Um, I love the thing of children and I get it. It's when it's every day, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. But um, the it, the innocence and the, um, they delve, they ask the questions and they, they want to know. And I look back to when we were younger and it would be, um, well, just because it is. Yeah. Yeah, but why is it? And I like the fact that now they ask questions and they ask the deeper questions than we did because we were just shut down, if you like, because our parents didn't have the time or um, thought that children should have been seen and not heard. So actually, we can learn an awful lot from our children. Absolutely. And, and I love that children are just so truthful. And... Yeah that now that we have discovered what it did to us when we were shut down, mm -hmm. now we're doing it the opposite. Does it, is it annoying? Yes, let's be honest. <laughs> but it also, you know, it also, for me, it also awakened my curiosity in some, in some areas. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Why don't I know that? I would love to know that. And then I, and then I research and then I figure it out. And then I go, come back to my daughter and say, well, you know, you asked me this and this question, this is the answer. And she goes, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are joyful, aren't they? Because we all do that, like, I, I don't know. And then we'll come back and do it. And they're like, very unimpressed if they can even remember what that question was. Yes. But there's a reason it's out there, isn't it? And um, we can learn an awful lot from children and their openness. And they're willing to ask, um, whereas we, um, I think as adults, we think that we should know. Mm -hmm. And actually, 
we are life's a journey and we never stop learning everything's different there's a lesson the whole time and there's new things and certainly with technology and what have you now um we can look at things so much better so much easier everything's so much more accessible so uh, but that sometimes can be an overload as well can't it so clearing your energy um and your emotional your energetic and your physical obviously play absolutely makes you um grounded and to be able to stand in your own truth and trust yourself mm-hmm. yes most definitely and I loved what you said earlier, you know, when you were still in your cleaning business and mm-hmm. you would clear, clean a space and people would come in and be like, feel like as if they could breathe again. Because sometimes yeah. I, when I was still in school, I also said that to my mom sometimes because she was like, why aren't you learning? And I was like, because I can't, because my brain is too, mm-hmm. you know, too full. And unconsciously, I would just know that I needed to clear, clean my room. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to learn. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. It, it clears the space, like physically and energetically. I have a thing that I've done with my daughter. She's 29 now and a mum herself, so she doesn't obviously live with me. But we have this thing where I get out of bed every morning, I make my bed, mm-hmm. I lift the blind and I open the windows unless it's, you know, raining or whatever, so that... And it's actually clear. If I go come downstairs and then go back upstairs and my bed isn't made, it, it kind of stresses me out. Mm-hmm. But the minute I put my feet on the ground, I'm very um, just please, but, you know, tidy up, do your bed, do. And, and, and then when you, it allows you for to be clear and a good way to start your day. Mm-hmm. And it's the, it's the thing of... Um, because I understand that people live in small houses with lots of people and we all have lots of things, but all those things hold energy. Mm-hmm. So actually if you move them and I have the thing that if you don't have space for those things, then you don't need them. Ah, you need to talk to my daughter. <laughs> because that's yeah. exactly what I told her. She was when I, at some point, I was like, your room is a mess. Let's clean Mm -hmm. this up. Let's give everything a space. She was like, I don't have space for that. And I was like, well, then you don't need it. She's like, no, no, I need it. I need it. I need it. And then she really actually found space for everything. And now, and now she's really, really, you know, really precise where everything goes. And if you just move it a little bit, that is a big disaster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, people say, you know, when when people, um, oh, you, you're minimalist and what have you. These are only things, mm-hmm. you know, things. It, it's the pass through, don't they? And I have the thing that keeping it in flow. If you don't, if you buy something, and um, is there anything that you can let go of to replace, you know, to fill that space? Because we don't use everything all the time, and we hang on to things. And um, being the age that I am, I also have that thing of what happens when we die? So my poor daughter would have to come in and would have to clear all this stuff. And you just go, just do it as you're going along. And it's easier. You can find things, you know where things are. And also it stops you buying as much stuff because you know that you've got to kind of move something out to allow for, to make space for it. Uh, it's it's just about flowing and things should just flow 
we shouldn't keep things forever. Yes, that's a, such a good thing. That's such a mm. good, fun game as well. Yeah. Like, hmm, I really want that. What can I yeah. let go to get that? Absolutely. That is so Absolutely. cool. Yeah. And when, when you were talking about your daughter having to clear out all of your belongings, kind of, when you die someday, that's what my daughter yeah. said, uh, My not my daughter, my mother said the other day to me, she was like, well, I don't envy you for, you know, <laughs> what you have to do when I die. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and I always think that it's, um, it's quite a difficult thing for children to come and do when the parents have passed because it's like oh you know how do you how do you how do you let go of things that were important to them so um do it for them you know I always said there should be about a shoebox the size of a shoebox with things that you really need to keep Mm. Um, I'm not talking about financial things, but uh, paperwork, but things that actually mean something throughout your life, I think ultimately can go in a shoebox. Ooh, that is a challenge. Oh, Isn't I, it? I, it's like, I don't know if I'm ready to accept that challenge yet. Oh, no, I get that one. It's like when, when I look at this, I'm like, oh, I like, you know, it's it's like, but I like all of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's when you go underneath and the drawers are stuffed full of things. It's like uh, when we were children, we grew up um, and the the house that we lived in had a loft and my mum and dad put everything into the loft, the attic, mm-hmm. for, um, for quite a while. And then they were moving. It took my dad six months to clear everything out of the loft. Six months. It was like another house. So we always said, me and my sister always said, never put anything in your loft, ever. Because all it is, is you forget about it. And also that's energetically stopping and stopping the flow. <clears throat> so That's so that's, true. Yeah. Because, you know, what do you need them for? Yeah. We have a basement that is just like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we all do. We all do. I'm not perfect. And then yeah. every now and then I'll go, right, I need to do that. I need to get rid of that. I need to, I do tend to do it seasonally mm-hmm. and think, actually, I don't need that for now. Put that away. Am I going to use it again? Probably not. So let's move it and send it to charity or things like that. But we all have, we all have that one bit where we go, okay. But as long as it's not every room in every space, which sadly, in a lot of people's cases, it is. Yeah. So when people when people come to you, what is their first thing? Like, what do they actually want? What is their initial? Um, often they come for a reading, just um, a psychic reading, and uh, mediumship things, and then if they uh, it. It can be relationships, it can be business, it can be um, life, basically, you know, moving big things. And they can't make the decision themselves. And I always look at them and I always say to everybody I read for, I'm not telling you anything that you don't know on some level yourself. It's just I'm going to access it because I can read your energy and I can see where your blocks are. Um, with his chakras or whatever that is uh, and they um, often I get 
I've had young girls who got, I can't get a boyfriend, you know, the typical tends to be women that do relationships. And I'm like, no, because you're hanging on to the old one. You're hanging on to the pain and the stress and you think that the same thing will happen again. Your ego's stopping it and your soul is putting people in front of you and you're like, no, no, I can't see it. So um, I always say to them, sit, let the feelings come up that you keep battery, you know, holding down, let them come up and spend a couple of weeks, a month, meditating 10 minutes every morning to clear yourself and the difference that makes for everything, um, moving house, relationships, changing jobs, um, in business, bringing business in, is really quite surprising. But the person has to actually take action, which is why with the clear method, you've got, you know, you have to do something. You can't sit there and I've had people say, well, I just want to have a new relationship and, um, and it has to be that, that, that. So what have you done about it? Well, I haven't done anything. I'm just waiting for that person to, yeah. They're not going to come and knock on your door. You've got to take some action. I so, love that. I love yeah. that you're talking about this because, so I'm also working as an energy healer. And when people come to me, they're like, yes, I have this and this problem. And I'm like, yeah, sure. We can clear that. Mm -hmm. But yes. you cannot repeat the same thing over and over because then the energy is coming back. So yeah. the same thing with the boyfriend, with the relationships, you know, it's like, mm -hmm the law of manifestation and everything it, it is yeah. great but you yeah. need to act on it correct but, yeah I, mean, take I also you know i love the term queen and how how it makes you feel and when mm -hmm. people say oh yes draw in your queen energy but you cannot function on queen energy because queens don't do anything they just no. delegate so and when just... you want stuff done, you need to get in your power. You need to get in that worker mode and in yeah. this. Ah, yeah. I have this thing where people go, "Oh, well, I don't know what to do. Take one step. Just do one thing." I don't know what to do, so I'm overwhelmed, and I understand that people get overwhelmed. So write a list, and you know, even a small list, even if that's go, um, go, um speak to somebody or you know uh, take some energy take some action put a step in place even if that is just making the list and then ticking things off uh, if you don't do anything nothing happens you know as I've always one of my other analogies is um, if nothing changes nothing changes <laughs> and we have to change we have to stop doing the things that don't work anymore yes because I'm like you, it's like when people go for therapy and things like that, and that, which I think a huge, huge advocate, but don't go for too long because then you're putting the, um, the emphasis onto the therapist as in they're telling you what to do. Take control and take action yourself, but stand in your own power. Trust yeah. yourself. Yeah, that's why I, I love... I love it when people, you know, go on this personal development journey. Yeah. If they go to a therapist, to a coach, to a mentor, I don't really care as long yeah. as they do it intentionally, you know, yeah. with with the with the vision of changing something. Yes. Because please don't please nobody get me wrong and maybe this is a trigger for somebody, but if you're just going to therapy to talk, this will 
eventually maybe bring some results because maybe after a couple of months, you get like this aha moment, but then you still need to take action. Yeah. You still need to, um, I think it was Einstein who said the brain who created the problem cannot solve the problem. Yeah. Or the mind yeah. that's created the problem cannot solve the problem. So It doesn't matter what you do, but something needs to change your habits, your mindset, your, your, yeah. your way of living life, kind of. Absolutely. Um, as, as I've said to people before, if you don't, so I, I, I take it from a relationship point of view. Um, I keep getting, you know, every relationship I'm, I'm in, it becomes the same and it will, we'll change it then. The person that you are looking, the person that you're attracting isn't the right person for you if you want to change how you feel. So actually go inside and look at yourself and see what it is. Go for therapy, go for counselling, go for whatever, go for energy, energy shifting for me because mm. that absolutely helps. EFT, all those things. But if you don't, then you are going to, if you keep doing the same thing, The same thing's going to happen, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So it's recognizing that. And you're right, it's taking action and going, I don't want to do this anymore. What can I do to stop doing this and to change the way that I think and the way that I, the, the things that I do? And that's the easy, changing the way, the things that you do is easier to change the way than how you think. But ultimately, if you do different things that actually give you uh you get a nice time with they give you joy then you think in a different way mm -hmm. your perspective changes yeah and sometimes sometimes it is easier to create change from the outside in you know yes. when when you when you have not gone to the root yet yeah absolutely so and i mean let's be honest we all are probably living in the outside world a lot mm -hmm. so yeah. just knowing that by changing a habit or by changing the ways that we do things doing yes. this outside in transformation might not be as deep as the other way around but it also does the job it also helps transform so I really love this Because it can be done by everyone. You know, the clear method can be done by everyone, basically. Yeah, yeah, they can. And it's a great start. Mm -hmm. It's It really is a great start to, I mean, then go for therapy or do it after you, whichever. But it's a really good thing um, to point you in the right direction of actually, um, you know, re reading the book goes, okay, yeah, that's me, or no, it's not. And, you know, the book is designed so that you can drop in to whatever suits you at that point. You know, I do you need to take action? Do you need to energize yourself? Um, you know, is it um, letting go? What do I need to let go of? And sometimes just reading that section on that can highlight and pinpoint it. But I've always said with the clear method, what that does is then gets you to a starting point of, where you want to go with other things, whether, you know, um, but it gives you the, the ability to trust yourself. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah, you know, you're a clear channel for whatever it is you want. And that is so important. The part yeah. trusting yourself, yeah. knowing Huge. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it is. 
yeah. I mean, even the dad, you know, we all have a shadow side. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Um, I used to, we all have things that we avoid about ourselves. Well, it, it, it's it's not all wrong, is it? It's not all bad because a lot of it is to protect ourselves. So actually, um, look at it and ask why you do it and go a little bit deeper. And um, often it clears then. And, you know, there's parts of me that I don't like, um, but that's fine because, we, because we're not all just one perfect, pure thing, are we? And uh, your shadow, for me, your darkness is there to protect you as well. So, or it can be memories of things. So if you clear that and bring it into the light, yeah, we all have habits. It's all about clearing and cleaning yeah. up. I love it this. Is. Yes, it is. And... You know, we dove straight into the woo-woo basically here with the, with this topic because at this on this podcast we talk about, you know, we talk about flow, we talk about peak performance, we also talk about business, we also talk about, you know, I also have a lot of yeah, very rational thinking people yeah. in, as my listeners. So, hey, Everyone, this is an episode that will might trigger you in a way, or you might think, oh, this is not for me. I'm going to turn it off. But believe me, believe me, Carolyn is really, really speaking the truth. And this is applicable, um, applicable for everybody, everybody, no matter if you believe in the wool or not, you can apply this method. Carolyn, is there anything else that you would love to share with our audience? The biggest thing for me is um, be truthful, um, be honest with yourself and be kind to yourself. We're so hard on ourselves. We just need to be a little bit more gentle and a little bit more understanding. The things we say to ourselves, we wouldn't say to somebody else because mm -hmm. we'd be horrified at it. Thank you so much for that message. I think this is very needed. Mm, I think so at the moment. And that's it. That's it Thank for you. today. That's our show. Thank you so much for coming in, Carolyn, and sharing all your wisdom with us. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute delight. If you want to learn more about Carolyn and meet more amazing speakers, then join us next week, January 18th to 21st for the Superwoman Symposium, where we kick off this year with a bang. You can sign up for free at www.superwoman.coach/tss. And do you have 10 seconds right now? Then please head over and rate and review the show with five stars. It would mean the world to me. I'm giving you a virtual high five because we are kicking 2024 off with a bang right now. So keep shining, keep learning, keep growing and keep flowing.